0: Welcome to the Soulful Entrepreneur Podcast, where we encourage, equip, and elevate you. So we're going to get right into it. Today we're going to talk about um, some research that I found out. And it was done by townnews.com, Simply Simply Business, and uh, Stacker Studios. had some really interesting information about entrepreneurs that I thought I'd like to share with you today to kind of get you thinking. But before we do that, as promised, we're gonna work on us. So I'm gonna start with a breathing exercise. You'd be surprised how we go through the day and don't really breathe correctly or we take short breaths and don't get full breaths. Energy comes from our breath and oxygen. So we're gonna get started. Only about a minute It may seem a little bit longer for those of you that don't do that. Really pay attention to your breathing. So hopefully it's a new habit that you can get started. So we're going to start with uh, sitting up straight or wherever you are, maybe lying down if you're at home. Uh, Just take a few minutes and relax. Relax your shoulders, relax your, your neck and your head. Maybe give it a few twirls around, stretching out your neck. And then we're going to place one of our hands over our stomach because our breathing comes from the stomach not our chest a lot of us are chest breathers so we have to breathe deep place one of your hands over your stomach because we are going to feel our stomach inhaling and exhaling as it expands going out and it comes back in and then we're going to start with a deeper breath from our stomach as we inhale it should go down. As we exhale, it should come back up. Up from our stomach, through our chest, through our throat, and out through our nose. So we can inhale. I'm going to do it once. Inhaling. If You can hear that. It's inhaling and exhaling through our nose. So let's practice that. Only about a minute. So on the count of three, Place one hand over your stomach. Close your eyes if it makes you feel more comfortable. And you can block out some of the distractions. Because the only thing we're going to pay attention to right now in this moment in time is our breath. So in order to do that, if you need to close your eyes, then let's do that. And you're only listening for your breath. On the count of three, we're going to get started. And it's only going to be for a minute. Inhaling and exhaling on three. One, two, three. Inhale up and exhale through your nose. A deep inhale through your stomach and exhaling through your nose. You can even visualize that breath coming up through your stomach and through your chest, through your neck and out the nose. If that helps you just concentrating on the breath and listen to the breath as it exits your nose. You're getting out that stale breath air within your body, bringing in fresh new air, energizing your body. Inhaling your stomach, out through your nose, just concentrating on hearing your breath, visualizing that air coming up through your organs and out through your nose. Few more seconds. Last inhale and exhale. And release. Okay. That felt a little awkward for you. That's okay. Because it's going to get easier. It's going to feel better as time goes on. Believe me. So today, as I mentioned before, we're going to get into a little bit of research so you can kind of understand the entrepreneurial life right now as we know it in 2021. First, I'm going to start with why entrepreneurs fail. And it actually, this has been long going and it still holds true today that the largest percentage is that there's no market need. We may have a great idea, we think it's fantastic, but if there's no market for it, nobody finds a need for it, or it doesn't serve a purpose for them, nobody's going to buy it. So we have to do our homework. We might think it's a good idea, but is there a need for it out in the marketplace? 42%, businesses fail because there's no need in the marketplace. Coming up next, at 29%, is no cash. And that's I mean I think this is universal anyway it's been for ages we think we have enough money we're not sure how we're gonna find it we think we're gonna get a great start off with a lot of cash to beginning a lot of revenue it just doesn't happen so we really have to think about our money up front at the very beginning how are we going to fund this business or this project coming in at a second at a third sorry at 23% is finding the right people. Now can be particularly challenging because if you look around, you see hiring signs everywhere. But we can always find the right people if we look hard enough, we look long enough. So start thinking at the very beginning as you start this business or your idea and you're in the planning stages, Think about if you can do it by yourself. Are you going to start out as a solo entrepreneur? Or do you need some help to start out with? And if you do, then think about who might be able to help you or what kind of person, what type of person, what skills you need to help get that business off the ground. Hiring right at the first time is so beneficial. Yes, we can do it later on down the line, but we save time. And we save a lot of energy if we can do it at the very beginning and then coming in at fourth and fifth pretty well at a tie is you're out competed again cost issues so that kind of really goes into one and two look at your competition as you start out and you do your business plan we really need to take the time to look at the competition what business out there what idea out there does someone already have that is pretty close to yours or like yours? And what's going to make your you different? What is your niche? How are you going to outshine that other person? So think about the competition and write it down. Look at the competition. What are they doing? And there again, look at your cost issues. How much is it going to... Cost you to get started and not just started to even run the business for the next year before you can really begin to increase your revenue. So that's about the skinny and it's been that way as long as I can pretty much remember. It really has. When you start a business you start a business because there's a need and demand out there for whatever it is you're doing. You have to have the money to do it or find that have the resource or know a resource where you have the money to get started and can run your business for a while without having to rely on your incoming revenue and then finding the right people or the right person. That takes time and effort as well. So we're going to move on to the next thing I found interesting too is about the age category. Right now, in this time and place, most entrepreneurs are on the end of 50 to 60 seasons in life. I say seasons rather than age. But however you want to put it, they really are at the other end of the seasons. And I truly believe part of that is because they've had experience behind them. They've had business uh, experiences that they can glean from and they know how to do it their way. And they really know how to do it. But I encourage those men and women who are starting up their businesses in that age category to really bring up or have a partner or encourage or hire those that have a little less. So we can bring up the the new generation, the next generation, into business building as well as minorities. We need to really do that. Continue to focus on the next generation. And let them learn from us. Now, the generation that is the least likely to start a business, which is no surprise to me, anyway, is between your uh, 18 to 39 year olds. Because, well, lack of experience or they don't really have the, they don't really want to do that right now. Because it is a lot of work and it takes a lot of time as well. Also, they also probably saddle with college debt. Let's face it, um, our college tuition is very expensive now. So when you graduate, your main focus is primarily, one of it is to really get a job and help pay down that college debt. So that's another reason. So all of these are just kind of interesting for me. I'm a little bit of a research nerd anyway. So I just wanted to give that, Heads up for you so you can think about that as you are starting about looking at the business you want to start or you just started a new business to kind of see where you might fall. Now we're going to get into some other elements that are really important for this particular time because we are still in the throes of the pandemic. It may be not the way it was in 2020, but in 2021, we still have some issues going on with the Delta. So we need to look about how we can pivot our business or how we can change it or even open it, open the business as it relates to the time and place as we are right now. Because our businesses have changed and I really truly believe they're going to, there are gonna be some permanent changes as a result of the pandemic. So if you're in business right now and you're thinking about how you might pivot, here's some things that you might consider. First of all, how are you going to meet the needs now in the marketplace? Like I said, it's changed. You might find that now if you're particularly a newer business or in business now and haven't been in very long, your revenue has dropped or it has more fluctuation because what's going on people's needs and desires and concerns have changed as a result. So how are you going to differentiate your business and hone in on those client or customer need changes? How are you going to shine in this industry? That's going to help increase your revenue, and continue help you to continue on until we can get over this hump and we will eventually but we need to kind of think about how to pivot one way is to look at what's ahead looking at filling in a gap maybe your business is doing something right now and you can add on to that looking at maybe partnering with someone and it doesn't have to always be long-term but I encourage you If you're going to go into a permanent partnership, you need an agreement Everyone has to know where they stand and what they what is required of them in that partnership But bringing in a partnership for long term or short term Is a win-win for both Say you are a lawn care business And all you do is lawn care, which is fine. You do commercial lawn care, you cut grass, and you do residential. But now you need to kind of really think about introducing another service perhaps. Because people may be thinking, okay, I can cut my own grass. Or maybe instead of every week, I can do it every other week. Now a lot of services are combining that with tree care, tree specialists. That can come in and, and look at the if you might have a disease in your tree or a special way to trim it so that it comes back correctly or even pest control outside and inside combining that with a lawn care service makes sense why you are at that home or that business cutting the lawn they have trees and they have a building or a home on that property Outside they have ants and insects that they want to control and inside as well. So it's a great way to combine two services in one to help boost revenue and help boost your your customer value as well. You can increase more customers and what they can get from you. Another way is looking at your staffing. Perhaps you had to... Let go of some of your, your team members temporarily because you just could not afford to have them because of your drop in revenue. Well, then start cross-training the ones that you have left. It's a good win-win again for them, for your staff, your team members, and for you. They are building more skills and you're able to kind of keep them busy and keep your business going as well. It works out very well in the long run, and when things get better, then you can hire back and perhaps even increase their role in your business and help them to train others to cross-train. It's a win-win. When we think about partnering or even doing anything for our business and customers, it's really important to keep in mind it needs to be a win-win for both parties in all situations. Another thing, which is really important, and we have time to do it right now, particularly if business is a little bit slower, is looking at your metrics, looking at your books, and see where you might be able to cut some costs. You might, sometimes we think we're doing very well in a certain area just from looking at it, but numbers don't lie. If you go back and look at your metrics, where are you losing money what service maybe you might be able to cut because it really isn't beneficial for your service or for the for your business or for your client dig deep into where your expenses are and if you are getting a return on your investment your ROI what what does that look like or are you increasing your money or even at least staying even and not losing money? Let's take a good look in our books and see what's going on. Take a good look at your, your customer base. Who are your customers? It's a great time to dig deep into looking at who exactly is your customer base and what you might do to pivot. Just add a little service or two. tweak it so you might increase that customer base. Increase your customers for more revenue. Again, keeping in mind that it's a win-win. What is it your customers might like added on to? Most restaurants now have gone a lot to DoorDash and a lot of these services that you can deliver because people aren't wanting to go inside to large crowds where before they might have just been sit down restaurants. So look at that as well, carry out, to-goes. Boost up your your Facebook and your advertising online to let people know that you can, they can pick up and carry out just as easily as they can come in and sit down in your in your restaurant. Some have added patios so people can sit outside. We have to think outside of the box right now in order to keep our businesses up and running the way we want them to so that we are able to continue to serve the demand for our customers and continue to run our businesses so they can survive and thrive into the future. We can do this. We just have to think a little bit differently and a little bit harder. It can be done. As our main goal, remember, in business as an entrepreneur, is to serve our customers with the demand and need that's necessary. Another thing is to look in your community. Are you volunteering? A lot of people now are really looking at industries and businesses and seeing how they are, con- how they are contributing to the community around them. Are you volunteering, making yourself known in the community so people know who you are and what you do and what you can bring to that community? It's huge. Volunteering maybe a few hours at a local food bank or shelter or a children's program, whatever is in your community that you can volunteer. And put that out on social media. Let people know what you're interested in and how you are involved in their community. That helps a lot. I also encourage you to get your children involved. Children learn from what their, people, their parents see just as much as from what their parents do. So when you're getting involved in the community and you're going out and volunteering, take your children, let them see you helping others and serving others. It's a big help. We need to, as we grow in our business, particularly if you're wanting to pass on that business to your family and to your children, let them see you with joy serving others and being involved in the community. It also helps them to have more respect for money, where it comes from, and great work work ethic as well. It reminds me of a a story that I heard oh, a while back. And I hope I get this right, but it was about a 10 year old boy. And it goes something like this This 10 year old boy, he was on his way, he was out of school and was on his way home, but he always stopped at a hotel coffee shop on his way home. Now, this was back when ice cream was very, very inexpensive. So it's an old story. So he went to the coffee shop and he found a seat. And he sat down and pretty soon the waitress came over and asked him "Uh, how can I help you and the little boy said I would like an ice cream sundae and he says how much is an ice cream sundae so the waitress replied 50 cents so the little boy reached into his pocket and he pulled out some coins and he looked at them so intently she was counting them very slowly and then he looked up at her and he said well how much is a plain dish of ice cream? So the little boy was moving a little bit slower than what the waitress would have liked because right now some of the people were lining up and wanting other tables and service. And I'm sure in her head she was thinking, okay, I've got to get move on and get some more tips and keep moving here. So she a little rapidly replied to him, it's 35 cents. So again, the little boy looked down at his hands. He had the coins in his hands. He counted them again. He says, well... I guess I'll have the plain ice cream. So the waitress went away. She came back with the ice cream and she sat it on his table. Well, the little boy enjoyed his plain ice cream. When he finished, he got up, he went and paid the cashier and he left. So after a little bit, the waitress came over to clean off the table. So as she was wiping the table down, she began to cry. So, you're asking why? Well, they're placed neatly beside the empty ice cream dish for two nickels and five pennies, 15 cents. Well, you see, he couldn't have enough to buy the sundae at 50 cents because then he wouldn't have enough to leave a tip for the waitress. He put her desires before his own. So you never know in life whose life you might change. As you are in business and serving others, whose life you might change. So as we go out every day in our business and serve others, even though we may start off and have some grumpy customers because we will have some sometimes, or start off in a bad day ourselves, we are providing a service for the customers And they do most of them still do appreciate it so think about how you are helping to change and serve others so their day might be better so I'm ending with the motivational planting and it goes like this judge each day on the seeds you plant even if your harvest is not yet Insight. So until next time, stay well, be blessed, and remember to encourage, equip, and elevate. We'll see you later.